The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. Uh, what is this? Uh, Oreos. Oh, yeah, I love Oreos, man. Man, ever since I was a kid, I would get really, really, really stoned, and, man, I wanted to have some munchies, some hardcore munchies, and I wanted some more. What? Why are you looking at me like that, in foreign turn? What? Yes, I can. I can talk about that. Why not? I was getting blazed up hardcore when I was a kid. Oh, come on. Come on. Oh, Jesus knows. Jesus is the one who sold me this stuff. Okay, let's try again. Oreos. Uh, they just turned 100 years old, and uh, they are awesome. Yeah, you can uh, you can lick them. You can like, open them up and just get your tongue going there. I mean, just just lick them, just lick all over them, and they're licking that cream out of there. You know you like to lick that cream. You like to what? Oh yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Okay, let me uh, let me try it again. Oreos. It's like a it's like a white person standing in between two black people. What? What? Oh come on, that's good. That's about racial harmony. Racial harmony. Two uh. Two black people in a wiper. Oh, come on. Okay, let's go again. Hello, everybody. This is St. Peter here. For Oreos. I want you... What? What do you mean? They don't want me... They don't want me to use my name. Come on, man. Come on. Okay, let's go again. Hello, everybody. I'm here for Oreos and tell you how awesome Oreos are. Because they're good. You can dip them in milk. And milk loves it. Milk's like, oh, milk looks all like, oh, yeah, 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 man, that's good. Oh, man, can I get a glass of water? Can I get a glass of water, somebody? I'm feeling very parched. I'm feeling very parched here. Let's go again. Hello, everybody. This is St. Peter talking about Oreos and how you can put them in milk. And milk loves them. And milk's all like, hey, hey, this is awesome. Uh, start, stick that in me some more. Stick it in me. What? What was wrong with that one? Oh, God damn it. One more time. Hello, everybody. I love Oreos. You love Oreos. Go to the store and buy some. There we go. That's it. That's it. That's the take. I'm done. Let's get out of here. Go get some hookers. I know some hookers like Oreos. This is the Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. This is Mark Greg, you're a poontang. If I can use a medical term. Man, oh man. You're gay. There's no facts in, in the church. Oh, oh yeah. Holy crap. Don't try to debate me on something. Motherfucker, I can't do many things well, but words are my shit. Oh yeah, bitch. Words are my shit. The Standard Jesus Show, Chapter 3, Verse 8. We're doing it live. November 8th, 2019. I'm your host, Standard Jesus, of course. Welcome, everyone. 
We're live on many platforms. We podcast on many platforms. We're on demand on Mucho platforms. Yeah, that's right. We're bilingual. <laughs> show. C. Anyway, a lot of shit going on tonight. We're live right now on Twitter and Periscope at Stoner Jesus 420. On YouTube at the Stoner Jesus 420. We're on Twitch at Stoner Jesus 420 Twitch. And we're on Facebook. The Stoner Jesus Show page on there as well. Simultaneously fucking streaming live to five platforms. It's amazing. Audio show, of course, we found many places. CanvasRadio.com. iTunes. Stitcher. Spotify. iHeartRadio. Of course, audio episodes, links, all information on the show can be found at stonerjesus.net. That's stonerjesus.net. You want some of that shit? Go get you some of that shit. That's right. Tonight, a lot of shit going on. Uh, we do have the giveaway going on at Twitch, by the way. Still got about a month to do that. Just follow us on Twitch at stonerjesus420. Twitch, be eligible to win a Trailer Park Boys silicone water pipe. It's fucking Awesome. Go check that shit out. Got a lot of tweets on it. I put videos on all the platforms. On YouTube and... and maybe there's one on Periscope. I don't know. No, just go follow me on Twitch. Stoner Jesus 420 Twitch. That's it. Gotta live in the U.S. Be able to prove you're 21. Other than that, you can win. You could be a winner. I got uh, some shit going on about Popeye's chicken sandwich. I don't know who the fuck that is. I mean, am, I, am I too white for that? I don't know. Is that racist to ask? Probably. Also, Park Lantino and Louis C.K., we got um, Retarded for Policeman. For those of you, that's enough. That's enough of that theme song. Calm down. This goes on and on. That's all. We get it. We get it. We rock the fuck out here. That's what you know by that theme song. Rock the fuck out. We don't just rock out. No, that's stupid. That's for dumb people. We rock the fuck out. Don't be dumb. God damn it. Be the opposite. Which is what I am. <laughs> you can tell by the way I phrase things. <laughs> Intelligence oozes through your, your your speakers into your ear holes and your eye holes. See, I don't say eyeballs, I say eye holes. That's proves my intelligence also. Yeah, retarded policeman. You don't know what that is? I, I thought of it the other night for some reason. I don't know why. I don't remember why. But I remember it was one of the first things I ever saw on YouTube, and it was the greatest thing in the world. And I went and watched it, and it's still pretty fucking good. It's still not the greatest thing in the world. A lot of stuff's come to YouTube since then. But back in 07, 08, I remember getting high as fuck and watching Retarded Policeman on YouTube. I saw Mediocre Film still does stuff. Obviously, they don't do Retarded Policeman anymore. They do other skits and bits and whatnot on YouTube and various platforms. We'll go back and take a look at the very first Retarded Policeman from 2007. Also, a zipline fall. It's just fucked up. It's the only reason we're watching it. Uh, T.I. checks his daughter's hymen, or has it checked. I'm sure you heard about that so far, um, by as of now, or by now at least. Sex hotline instead of a suicide line. You'll find out what that means. Also, I did an interview with sex coach Sarah. I streamed it on various platforms and posted the video, so you might have seen it already. But for the audio listeners especially who have not heard the interview, and for those on video who have not seen the interview yet, I'm going to play my interview with sex coach Sarah at the Mindful Minx. Minks with an X on Twitter, the Mindful Minx. That'll wrap up the show, my interview with her. But first, 
apparently there's some, some shit going down at Popeye's. You've seen it all over social media. Popeye's has a chicken sandwich. I've eaten at Popeye's a couple times. Never had a chicken sandwich. It was before the advent of apparently the greatest chicken sandwich that's ever fucking been made. I had their chicken tenders, and they sucked. I mean, I just was not impressed with their chicken whatsoever. I, was, I guess they're using different chicken for the chicken sandwich. It's supposed to be good chicken, but even, I mean, how good can chicken be? I know there's some of you out there saying, well, you ain't had this chicken. Well, I, maybe I haven't. But I'm not quite sure how good chicken can be to cause fights. And what allegedly, at least in this instance that I'm about to show you, is a homicide or death at the very least. And now there's, I've since seen a different people come out, you know, friends of the one guy and family of the other guy, and they say, well, this wasn't over a chicken sandwich. No transactions have been made yet. No one bought a chicken sandwich. Um, apparently these guys, I guess, bumped into each other online, and they had uh, beef. <laughs> Get it? They're getting a chicken sandwich. They got beef in the chicken sandwich line. Come on. Anybody? No? All right. In any case, he <laughs> has some problems. And sometimes problems escalate into, uh, well, people getting killed over a fucking chicken sandwich. Uh, when we lose a life in our county, it is devastating to those um, who know the victims. It's devastating for our communities. Uh, but today's details, um, it's, just, it's just hard to put into words as to what happened here. So tonight at uh, 7 o'clock, we got a call for a stabbing. There was a argument that began inside... I apologize for the low audio. This is, this is as good as it gets. I'm, I'm, I'm maxed out over here, Holmes. At the restaurant behind me, uh, between two adult males, that argument spilled out into the street. Um, and one male stabbed the other. The victim, a 28-year-old man from our area, was rushed uh, to a local hospital. Our police officers arrived on scene. They pulled out their medical trauma kits, and um, they began to... Um, apply life-saving measures on him here at the scene and then he was transported to the hospital about 51 minutes after the um, initial um, incident we believe uh, is when he was pronounced dead at the hospital what we have since been able to determine through our investigation our homicide detectives are hard at work on this one but we have been able to determine um, that uh, preliminarily that this is related to the release of the uh, the sandwich here at this restaurant that uh, this individual was in line, aligned specifically for the sale of the sandwich when uh, another customer um, and he um, got into an altercation and um, that ended with the victim being stabbed outside of the business. We are asking, there were many people in the store at the time, we were asking for anyone who was in the store at the time to please come forward and speak with our detectives. We are asking the person who did this to come forward. Who are you looking for? We're looking for a male and that male knows who he is. He knows what he did here tonight. And he needs to do the right thing and he needs to step up. Did he and he needs away to turn himself or drive in. away from the scene? I'm not going to be able to get into those kind of details right now. There's some details that we do need to keep close to the chest because our homicide detectives are hard at work. They're going to be work at, at work on this one all night long and until they, they find the suspect and get him off the street. This is, um, again, knowing these details and knowing what happened here and knowing that a life was taken. It is hard to put into words. I can't find the right words to describe. What <laughs> As I said, this since has been disputed whether or not it was actually over the chicken sandwich. Of course, I'd like to believe that it was. Again, I don't know. I mean, I've had their ch How much better can 
the chicken sandwich be than the tenders are. Like I said, I wasn't impressed with the tenders. There's barely anything there. There's barely any chicken. But this supposedly from the picture is supposed to be amazing. I've seen pictures of people posting on social media about what it actually looks like when you get in the store. And like every all the other fast food uh, places, it's less impressive in person than it is in the picture. <laughs> By quite a long shot. So anyway, I don't know. Just don't stab people over chicken. It's chicken. I mean, I understand. It could be great chicken. I know. I know. Great chicken. And maybe you you live a life where there's not much going on. <laughs> and this chicken sandwich is just really important. I get it. I get it. I commiserate with you. Fucking life sucks. Life sucks. You have this one fucking thing. This one thing. This chicken sandwich is some asshole has got to start beef in the chicken sandwich line. That's right. I used that great joke twice. <laughs> That's how good it was. This next story is, uh, I guess this girl went to Parkland. You know where Parkland, what happened in Parkland. Uh, a lot of kids got shot and killed and whatever. We've uh, mocked David Hogg mercilessly a few times on this show because he feels like tragedy makes him expert on shit. This girl's kind of along in the same vein. This time she's talking about Louis C.K. And why... Well, she's basically telling Louis C.K. how he should conduct his career since he once made a joke that she didn't like about Parkland. If people attend Louis C.K.'s stand-up, I do think that is supporting his words just like for any other artist or... Oh, yeah, people aren't allowed to go see him either, or they're supporting this joke that she didn't like. Any other comedian, if you attend or listen to their music, for example, you're supporting their art. You're supporting right. um, what they're putting out there. So I do think... If God, if it wasn't... What would we do without these teenagers telling us uh, the way life is? People attend. They are supporting his harmful words. And, mm. you know, if we show him that that's not okay, then he will stop using those types of jokes. Louis. He will stop using those type of jokes we're going to boycott him and he's telling he only does certain jokes that we like and these people people this age they're the age of this girl that they've grown up with the, the, the notion that we can decide what people say and if a minority of people don't like it if it's just a little group gets together and doesn't like what it is well then cause a lot of problems for someone even if most people don't care what they say which is the case of louis ck most people give a rat's fucking ass what he said about the Parkland kids. But this girl feels entitled because tragedy is again just imbibed her with just this this aura of wisdom and because and, later on she gives him advice. She gives him there's nothing more insufferable than a fucking teenager giving an adult, an older adult, advice. Thank you. Thank you with all your years of wisdom for packaging that and giving me this gift. Just, oh, God, just insufferable children. PK can um, improve or apologize for his words. Improve. He's a grown fucking man. This girl wants him to improve and apologize for a joke she didn't like. I think a simple apology would be a good start. He's never apologized for any of the words that he said. Right. Um, he kind of just brushed it off. Yeah, because it's dumb. It's dumb. You're someone who like a fucking joke that a comedian said. And you're so pampered and you're so spoiled and you're so used to being told that 
your opinion matters so much. I mean, your opinion matters so much that other people should bend to what it is you're saying. But that's not the way it is. That's not life. And she'll find out when she's an adult that most people don't give a fuck what you have to say, whether you're 19 or 39. Some advice I would give Louis C.K. is just to be... Oh, yeah. Some advice. Here's my advice. Oh, just... Oh. Nothing worse. Nothing more tragic. A fucking teenager telling an adult, giving an adult a life advice. Shut up. Cognizant of people's experiences and their emotions and how that could really affect them. Right. Um, because at the end of the day, what happened at my school is not something that anybody should joke around, joke about. And it's not- You don't get to decide that. I don't care if you were there or not. And by the way, I doubt this joke affected her one fucking iota not his experience to make it okay to joke about it. You can joke about shit that you haven't experienced. This is, uh, I can literally name every fucking comic that's ever lived that's done that. But again, this girl, she went through a tragedy, so now she's uh, the comedy police. Um, it would have been a little bit different if, if it was somebody from my school talking about it, but what seeing if? that it was a completely, a complete outsider, you know, trying to make light of what If you're involved in an event, it doesn't mean you own that event. It's not a tangible thing that you have ownership of because you something happened to you, good or bad. Happened was completely inappropriate. So I definitely would tell him just to be cognizant of other people's experiences and their feelings. And I would hope that he would tell you to shut the fuck up. Fucking spoiled brat. There's a goddamn prom to go to or something for these kids. Fucking Christ. Anyway, before we go to break. Like I said, coming up, Zipline Fall, T.I., the Hyman Police, and uh, Sex Hotline, <laughs> Suicide Line. And uh, later, Mindful Manx, my interview I did with the Mindful Manx, that'll be on the show as well. The other night I was thinking something I used to watch on YouTube back in the day called The Retarded Policeman. One of the best things that's ever been on any platform ever. Still holds up. Not as good as it was then. Maybe I was just higher than I don't know. <laughs> I remember getting high in 2007, 2008. Obviously, there was less things on YouTube then than there are now. And somehow we came across the retarded policeman, and it's just, I don't know. It was fantastic. And I just figured if some of you youngsters who maybe have never heard of the retarded policeman, maybe you didn't know that the retarded policeman existed, and didn't know there was like 30-something-odd episodes on YouTube of the retarded policeman, we're going to break. The first ever episode, 2007. This was posted in September 2007. The Retarded Policeman for Mediocre Films. Stern Jesus Show Live. We'll be back. Yay. He is a cop and he's learning impaired. He's the Retarded Policeman. That's me. You know why I put you over? No. Why did you pull me over? Because I just want to say hi. Hello. Hi. 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 You seem nice. I'm sorry? That's a nice car. I like cars. Is it fast? I only drive the speed limit. I like puppies. 
What? I had a puppy named Adolf. He had kittens. You want to see a picture that I drew? It's a house with a chimney with the smoke coming out of it. Well, that's very nice. I like you. You're pretty. Thank you. Can I go now? Sure. We can all leave now. Okay. Thanks. See you later, Mom. He is a cop and he's learning impaired. He's the retarded policeman. The Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. The Stoner Jesus Show is brought to you in part by Hemptations.com and PlanetEverywhere.com. They got a lot of awesome stuff for you to check out. But don't just take my word for it. Let Beach, the owner of Hemptations, tell you all about it. It's a very large selection of hemp goods. Everything from reusable coffee filters to frisbees, bandanas, everything planted everywhere on the site is made in Cincinnati, Ohio, made locally. We also have other retail products from our cosmetics, uh, earthly body product, bags on the retail site. You know, again, uh, anybody local in Cincinnati can go to Hemptations.com and get the info on the stores. Planted everywhere is our .com is our retail site. You can hit me up on Hemptation Beach or like my Facebook page, Hemptations or Hemptations 2. I'm on Twitter, Google, <laughs> I'm on the internet everywhere, just like everyone. Um, you know, we love to hear from people all over the world, positive things about industrial hemp. That's what I do. That's what we do. Largest selection of industrial hemp on the planet in the stores. And I'd like to grow that inventory to be able to say that I haven't actually checked out all the other hemp retail spots to see if we have the largest amount on our planet everywhere but uh, it's a it's a fair it's a fair selection and as beach always says having temptations cannabis use isn't the only thing growing so are we grow with us cannabisradio.com pair savant speaks to patients advocates and professionals to keep you informed on all the latest trends and advancements in the medical cannabis industry on alternative talk presented by alternativevibes.com tuesdays on demand only on cannabisradio.com now available for pre-order through crowdfunding for just $14 plus $10 shipping pouches premium mixing and rolling pouches allow you to carry and prepare your herbs for consumption with discretion and ease these stylish pouches are handcrafted using strong zips, long-wearing buffalo leather outside, and smooth, cheap skin inside. A portion of proceeds go to fund vital medical research into cannabis for ADHD. See a demo and get yours now on Indiegogo or Pouches.com. That's P-O-U-C-H-Z.com. Learning the benefits of proper nutrition, supplementation, and personal development to live a healthy and abundant life. Awaken, adjust, and aspire. High on Healthy. Mondays on Demand. Only on CannabisRadio.com. The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. 
This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. Stern Jesus Show Live, Chapter 3, Verse 8. Doing a live November 8th, 2019. All information on the show, of course, can be found at sternjesus.net. We're live many, many places Twitter, Periscope, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. Audio, of course, at sternjesus.net, cannabisradio.com, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. I said iTunes already, didn't I? It, there's so many places. I can't keep track of it all. Try as I might. I post links all the time. Of course, there's links to all of it. Video and audio. Everything. You want to know about the show. Stonerjesus.net. Got a pretty fucking brutal video I'm going to show you here in a second. Also, T.I. of the Hyman Police and the Sex Hotline Suicide Line Snafu. Also coming up, my interview that I did. You may have seen it already. I know the audio listeners haven't heard it yet. I would uh, urge you to check out the video. In any case, my interview with sex coach Sarah, a.k.a. The Mindful Minx. The Mindful Minx on Twitter. Minx, of course, with an X. You can check her out there. First, as I said before, the only reason that I even thought about showing this video is uh, because this is fucking hardcore. This is a hardcore fucking video. It has its own warning with it. It says the following video may be disturbing to some viewers. This kid... On a zip line, there's no sound. So again, there's another instance where I would suggest the video version of the show for those of you listening on audio. Best place for that would be Periscope at Stoner Jesus 420. Also YouTube, Twitch, many, many places I said all linked on StonerJesus.net. Here is the uh, video. So the kid is on a zip line, as I said. Someone else filming this on watching it on a laptop. He comes to the end of the zip line and boom, comes off and hits the floor. We can rewind it a little bit. You see him coming down the zip line and comes off the zip line. They say about 20 feet, face first. And it looks like it's that kind of like concrete stuff. Watch it one more time. Just, I mean, I, th- I guess the kid's okay. I don't know. But that is fucking brutal. Some brutal shit. That's wrong. There we go. That's where it goes. See, I'm discombobulated. This next thing, you probably heard about it because it was all over Twitter. T.I., you know him. He's a rap mogul, if you will. <laughs> I think he has a show with uh, his short wife, and I don't know. I don't know much about T.I. Other than... um even now, I haven't heard if whether or not he was like kind of joking with this because it seems stupid. But anyway, here's uh, E News the uh, the whole the whole controversy over Ti 
and his daughter's Hyman. Mark Fuji's here with some hot topics. <laughs> and how can we not start with T.I.'s TMI confession? How about that for a headline? Yeah. What he said about his daughter? Hello! So he takes his daughter to the gynecologist for virginity checks. I had to put that in loose quotations there. So he shared this when he visited the Ladies Like Us podcast when they asked him if he's had the sex talk with her. And yes, not only have we had the conversation, <laughs> oh. We have yearly trips to the gynecologist to check her height. Oh, you, hey, do you go with her? Yes, yes, I go with her. <laughs> so we'll go, you know what I mean? I say, Deja, they want you to sign this. <laughs> they want you to sign, sign this. this right now. Want you to sign I need to know so, if your hymen's still there. <laughs> so we can uh, share information. I need to know if your hymen is still there. I can't imagine this is a real thing. But again, I've probably said that a lot on this show and it turned out to be a very real thing. So it's not only a standard you can go by. Yeah, is, anything, is there anything that you would not want me to know? Oh, okay. See, Doc, ain't no problem. So this episode of the, episode of the podcast has already been taken I down. I wonder why. Mm, I know. So for... Actually, I don't know why. Wouldn't they want to keep that up? Wouldn't that be very popular? The thing that people wanted to hear? Maybe T.I. wanted it taken down? I don't know. But it's not like they broke the law by him saying that. I mean, <laughs> they they crossed some line. That'd be a very popular addition of their podcast, I would think. Reference now, um, T.I.'s 15-year-old son has admitted to having sex on the family's reality show, and T.I. just laughed it off. He said he feels differently about girls. I don't even need to ask if this is okay. No, I can't think of a way in which this is right. It's very disturbing that everybody was laughing. Um, I, I just don't even know where to begin. Hopefully for them do... it was like a laughing because we're in shock. We don't know what to do with yeah, this. Yeah, but it kept uncomfortable, going. Like that uncomfortable yeah. laugh. There has to be a moment where you, where you take this type of behavior to task. But just, I, I actually did uh, listen to some of this. And, you know, not to get too graphic, but he basically goes in to get her hymen checked yeah. to see. And, and by the way, you can go horseback riding, ride a bike. There are many ways where the hymen can be torn, not just through sex. Yeah. So that is really not proving anything, but he said that she would have her birthday and he would leave a post-it on her door the next day to say, OBG went in my appointment at 9.30 in the morning, be ready to go. Yeah. And she would have to go. Wait, but, like, but the other like kind of effed up thing about this is like, what if it's broken? Yeah. Then, then what? what are you gonna do, guy? You're right. gonna like, how are you gonna take this out she on your owned? daughter? And shit's going down. Your hymen's what is broken? Ah, oh, fuck nah. Hell nah. Hell nah. Fuck that. I'm T.I. I got a rep to like, you know, uphold. Yeah, exactly. Like that is what, you know, that is one of the multitude of things that feels super wrong about I me. Mean, she's it's such a, a child. She's not your property. And she has been, she is on Twitter. Mm -hmm. I actually went on her page and checked if she had tweeted about anything. She had not, but she was liking people saying that it was invasive. She was yeah. liking posts of people saying that this was disgusting. She actually seems like from her likes anyway, that she was agreeing with his critics. So it sounds like she's not comfortable with this either. No, not at the end uh, of this we'll see what ti has to say now that there's gonna yeah trouble in paradise i guess <laughs> i don't know it's a pretty good show maybe it's just publicity for the reality show i mean i wouldn't that wouldn't surprise me either in any case that's what's going on in the world of ti because i know you all tune into this show so like most weeks you're like what the fuck's my ti update i'm sorry i'm slacking <laughs> but there you go <laughs> the ti update.
Hyman Police. Now, before we go to break, coming up again is my interview with sex coach Sarah, the Mindful Minx, at the Mindful Minx on Twitter. The, um, well, there's a, a, a mix-up, if you will. Got some kids calling who wanted to call a suicide hotline. Got instead a sex hotline. Hey there, hot I've been waiting for your call. Yeah. Whoops. Oh. That's the message Emily Lavelle and her friends got after calling what they thought was the suicide prevention lifeline, listed on the back of their middle school ID cards. Oh. The California teen says she dialed it in a fit of boredom, but got connected to a sex line instead. Boredom. I was in disbelief. I mean, that's a suicide prevention hotline. Like, someone who's like genuinely needs help like that, they shouldn't hear that kind of thing. By the way, I love her indign- her indignation is like, oh, that's a suicide hotline, and it, and it becomes this. She's calling it out of boredom, so she's not exactly, you know, the uh, the standard bearer of the sanctity of the suicide hotline. She was in a fit of boredom. She called. By the way, if I'm suicidal and I get a sex hotline, that might be the thing that keeps the fucking barrel of the gun out of my mouth. From what they thought was going to help them. Emily told her mom, Janine, who didn't believe her at first, until she called it herself. She posted a warning on Facebook about who would be on the other side of that number. The next day, the Lancaster School District responded, saying in part, the phone numbers have two digits transposed and this is a mistake. The number listed on the card is actually a sex line. Although it's quite the mix-up, Janine admits it's kind of funny. It does have a humorous undertone to it, but on the same aspect, if somebody really needed help and they called that number, I don't I don't know what would happen. They should fact check that kind of thing. The number for oh, the National they? Suicide Prevention Lifeline is 1-800-273-8255. Available 24-7. Just something for InsideEdition.com. So funny officer. about the girl who was calling the suicide hotline in a fit of boredom just being outraged. Outraged. They should fact check that. I'm outraged. This behavior. <laughs> Are you, honey? Are you going to prank call the suicide hotline and ask them if they had Prince Albert in a can or if their fucking refrigerator was running? Give me a break. Anyway, I, I mean, it's, maybe that's what suicide people need. Maybe they should. Maybe the sex hotline should be the first place they call. Maybe the suicide operator should go in there and say, you sure you just don't need to masturbate? You 100%? Because that'll help a lot. But if you really, you really think about the suicide thing, even masturbation doesn't hold any 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 interest for you, then... We'll get you to a um, professional. We could probably weed out a lot of people with the, uh, <laughs> the sex hotline. Anyway, there you go. We've got the uh, Sex Coach Sarah interview coming up, the Mindful Minx. Thanks, everybody, for checking out the show. You're awesome. Of course, SternerJesus.net. Keep spreading the word. We're live. Got all the platforms going. we got the Periscope and Twitter and YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. I'm trying to check the chat rooms as best I can and, and keep track of things, but it's not. I mean, it's just a lot. It's a lot. I have Facebook up because Facebook's going to show my post to four people, even though I have over 15,000 fans on Facebook. I'll get up tomorrow and I'll look at this and it'll say uh, 66 people reached out of 15,500. Thank you, Facebook. You fucking assholes. I dislike you immensely. Immensely. My interview with Sex Coach Sarah at The Mindful Minx on Twitter. Coming up, like I said, keep spreading the word about sternjesus.net. 
Thanks everybody for checking out the show today. Get us on Periscope or YouTube or whatever. Get those notifications going so you know when we go live. It's awesome. Awesome shit. Thanks everybody. See you next time right here on the Stoner Jesus Show. Dick Nuggets. Peace, bitches. The Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. The smoke is rising, and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested. Welcome to the Cannabis Radio Network, founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade. Industry headlines, business updates, medical reports, marketing, and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption. Let's grow together. The Cannabis Radio Network. CannabisRadio.com Get informed, get inspired, and get connected on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. Mondays on demand, only on CannabisRadio.com Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is him pink, that's the point Download and play while you life yourself a joint The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. The Tommy Chong Show on Cannabis Radio. You got me running. You got me hiding. Run, hide, and hide, run, any way you won't let her roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got me doing what you want me, baby. Girl, what you want me to do? Shut up and do a podcast as I want you to do. Oh, that sounds like a good idea. The Tommy Chung Podcast, only on CannabisRadio.com. The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Stoner Jesus Show. On the video chat, we have Sex Coach Sarah at The Mindful Minx on Twitter, patreon.com slash The Mindful Minx for the good stuff, which we'll talk about here in a few <laughs> minutes. For those of you listening to the audio version, that's Minx with an X, 
Sarah, welcome to the show. Thanks for being on. I am so excited to be here. Thank you. I'm excited to have you. Uh, your Twitter, obviously what stands out in the, in the bio part is sex coach in training. Yeah. Uh, what exactly does that mean and what kind of led you to that career path? Okay. Well, you know, I've always been a really sexual person and I grew up in a very conservative Christian household. So being on the Stoner Jesus show is like epic. <laughs> So yes. childhood uh, repression yeah. is good for this type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> so when I was younger, I, I really wanted to do something with sex. But when you're young, and even when I'm in my mid 40s, you say, oh, what will my parents think, which is horrible. So um, I got off that train and did like the whole MRS degree uh, from college and had kids and all that. Um, but when I discovered myself more on Twitter and that I'm a, a, a wee bit of an exhibitionist um, <laughs> and people just started, you know, when you start to show your tits and ass, people want to talk to you about sex. Absolutely. So uh, I um, said, okay, well, there's something in my past that I wanted to do what can I do to incorporate people feeling comfortable talking to me about sex? Um, so I just started looking and that you could actually get a certification as a sex coach. So I wouldn't have to go back to be a sex therapist. So right now I am in training at actually something called Sex Coach University. And so I am doing that right now. And uh, But again, I, I get a lot of people coming to me about about sex and I said I just want to be a friend that people can talk to yeah so I was going to ask you about the uh, the accreditation process I had no idea what one would have to go through to be a sex coach but that's pretty awesome well you really don't have to be certified anyone right. can put up a shingle and be a sex coach but I just wanted people to know that I was taking this seriously I was just not you know some random person on the internet that likes to show her boobs and ass and wants to talk about sex that I'm really paying the money taking the time to do this and it's it's awesome and I want to be a sex expert so <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's uh, one of the best things you can aspire to be. Um, you mentioned uh, like what a uh, family would think. Did you have, was there any issues with your family about your uh, new career choice? Um, well, they really don't know yet. So okay. this is, this is kind of a, a little bit of coming up. They know that I'm going back to school to be a life coach. They just don't know that I am pursuing just working with people with sexual issues. Um, and I, I wanted to wait till I got through my certification and such. And, you know, they, my family doesn't have to know everything that I'm doing. I left right. the corporate world and I said, screw it. I want to live the life that I want to live. And so everyone's going to have to just get on board. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, not to toot my own horn too much, but this is a fairly large platform. So that something might, you know, reach them. I don't know how many of them are big fans of the Stoner Jesus show, but you never know about people. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am super excited, you know, and I said, it's YOLO. You you only live once, so this might be my coming out, Stoner Jesus. I love it. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, if so, we're, we're proud to uh, to be a part of it. Um, your Patreon, well, tell us a little bit about what goes on in your Patreon and uh, like, you know, sessions with people and stuff like that. 
Yes. Okay. Well, my Patreon, you know, I have been on the not safe for work side of Twitter on and off for about 10 years now. And so I have tried pretty much a lot of different platforms. The OnlyFans, you see a lot of people doing OnlyFans. Um, premium Snapchat, which I had, that is part of my Patreon. So I just wanted to give people a little bit of a sneak peek behind, you know, what they see on Twitter. See all of me. Um, I'm I'm not like like a porn star. I don't say I'm a porn star. I'm not doing stuff with other people, even though my husband and I just finished the milking table, but we can talk about that later if you, <laughs> if you want. I bet we will. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, there's so many people out there who are doing things similar to me. And I just wanted, you know, with leaving the corporate world and wanting to pursue being a sex coach, I just really wanted people who felt something, a connection with me to support me and see more of me. And so I do a lot on Snapchat, um, my premium Snapchat, which is through my Patreon. Uh, but I also just made a tier that people can spend one-on-one -on -one time with me talking about sex issues. So that has been fantastic. So basically once a week, you can have 15 minutes with me. I'm thinking about bumping it up to 30 minutes because we seem to run out of time. Um, and you know, it's people from different walks of life who just want to talk about uh, improving their sex life, sex life with their spouse, to wanting to see me dressed in lingerie, which is, you know, <laughs> so it all it all depends on what they're looking for. Um, the one-on-one -on -one stuff. Do you get a lot of couples in that, or is it mainly? Uh just one half of a couple or single people um right now it's more of one half i'm starting to get more couples uh especially those who are looking to open up their relationships or uh delve into the swingers community so that it has been a lot of fun because i have experienced that myself and i i know it's the swingers community is kind of a interesting community to kind of navigate so it's it's fun helping be someone's guide yeah yeah i've tried to get uh you know i've put out calls on twitter and stuff and tried to get a hold of people who are swingers like couples to have them come on the show and talk about the lifestyle but i haven't been successful as of yet but uh hopefully really? it will be now. yeah oh, hopefully when i, I reach your audience i'll uh, i'll have some takers on that yes yes there there are i have tons of swingers that are following me and it is it is a lot of fun and even if you don't want to participate in that lifestyle just going to an event as a couple is really eye-opening the uh i i say it's like a uh, spring break for middle-aged people so <laughs> if you if you want to you know dress sexy and see people of just all shapes and sizes just open and having the time and there's not pressure it's not like you walk in and you have to start having sex with people it's it's not like that at all so yeah uh, <laughs> uh so in your uh your your connections and your talks with people uh and in various areas on the internet what kind of, what's some of the more common fetishes that you run across and if you want to talk about the milking table at this point uh, this would be a good okay. place to, uh, to squeeze that in <laughs> talk about that later you know <laughs> i i i say i never know what i'm gonna get 
Um, again, I'm, I'm so appreciative that people have found my like teeny tiny little corner of Twitter and that they feel comfortable enough to talk about their most private intimate details. Um, I am learning something new every day. Uh, you know, the whole panty fetish thing is new to me. Um, which is huge, but uh, I actually just started, people have been requesting my panties, so I'm gonna give that a little bit of a try. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of men that uh, come to me because their partner is just not interested in having sex anymore. So we talk a lot about that. And again, how they probably found me makes sense. I'm showing myself and they feel comfortable talking to yeah. me, which is, awesome which is super awesome <laughs> uh, yeah i can imagine this day and age it's uh well i mean it's more of an inviting aspect to bring people in but i've i think most guys even in this day and age of you know being more respectful towards women they're uh they're still not shy about you know these these issues when talking to a woman on the internet i'd imagine no and you know i have such a heart for men i grew up a tomboy um but i was you know I was the fast girl, but I wasn't slutty, you know what I mean? Um, so like I was a, a monogamous slut maybe, but I just love to surround myself with guys. So being able to be on a platform where majority of my followers, followers, <laughs> had to get that out, are men is fantastic because I, I, it's, it's tough out there for a dude right now. So, you know, and I want them to feel that they can talk to me about anything. Awesome. So we're talking with uh, sex coach Sarah, the mindful minx with an X on Twitter, patreon.com slash the mindful minx. Uh, switching gears a little bit, of course, we love cannabis here. We love Mary Jane. Um, you do as well. Uh, I imagine you point to your Twitter bio. Uh, when did you first uh, try marijuana and did you get high when you did so? I I did. I have been a cannabis user for 30 years. So, but I joke that it hasn't been, it's only been the past year that I've really paid attention to what I was smoking. I was an equal opportunity weed smoker, <laughs> kind of like Frankenstein, like, oh, weed, good. Oh, what do you got there? I'm going to, I'm going to smoke it. Um, but it wasn't until the past year that I've actually uh, got my card for medical marijuana that has broadened my horizons. And it's like, oh, the light goes <laughs> down on me. Uh, I remember the day that I went to this dispensary and I walked out and I just sat in my car and I cried like tears of joy. I said, I can't believe that I'm actually doing this. So I'm, I'm more in tune now. I mean, I didn't even know that there was different strains. It's just I got what I got. Yeah. You know, so and now it's like, wow, this is a whole whole new world. So new world. So I am definitely I consider myself a stoner girl. I'm trying to incorporate that more in my social media um, because it's just such a big part of who I am and what makes me me. And I'm, I'm proud of that. And I would love to incorporate more of the mindfulness and cannabis and sex would be ah, fantastic. Yeah, you find that uh, that cannabis is helpful for you when it comes to sex and can be helpful for others? Absolutely. Absolutely. It is just one of those things that 
takes you down, makes you you know feel more, and especially when you're doing it with your partner, um, it is it has really just skyrocketed um, my experience and turning off my brain because I think uh, for women especially we get stuck in our brains and like oh does my belly look okay or is he enjoying this and with cannabis it just kind of mellows you out as you know I'm preached to the choir. Um, yes. <laughs> it makes you makes you more receptive to uh, the, the the sensations and be more present. Absolutely. So um, uh, we ask this story this this question to everybody that comes on the show uh, pretty much. And if if with someone with a long history of cannabis, you should probably have some great stories. But if I ask you about the highest you've ever been, is there like a specific incident or event that comes to mind? Uh, there really. Isn't I? I have been pretty high. I I wish I could take it down a few notches and feel like I didn't have to get super high. <laughs> um, but there really isn't something that. Uh, I, well, no. I think now that I am taking more like edibles and such, it has yeah. just kind of catapulted my experience. <laughs> so, um, but I. To a, to a different level. I mean, I, I have done some some crazy things, and if cannabis is part of it, which it typically is, um, it's just kind of a like a, a tsunami effect of everything going on with me. <laughs> uh, so you mentioned edibles. Is uh, edibles now your favorite way of ingesting, or do you still have an old favorite? Um, I, I am pretty much with vaping. Um, I like that. I've been doing more of the capsules, which I like, you know, especially with having a family, you don't want the whole house smelling, um, with young kids. So I'm trying to be mindful of, of that. So, yeah. Um, with kids, uh, do you worry at all about them finding things online in relation to, to what you do? Yes. I do. And it's not them uh, that I'm worried about them because I'm trying to raise kids who are proud of their authentic self. And that's what I'm trying to be is who I really want to be. It's just the other kids are cruel. Yeah. So I, I don't want, um, you know, like my daughter's, uh, boyfriends finding me but if they do they do and i'm sure my kids would be like mom you know we we kind of knew that this was you <laughs> you know I'm a, I'm a little bit of a free spirit so I, they wouldn't be surprised well for any kids who may see this and you know make the connection or whatever don't be an asshole yeah don't be an asshole right right, right. jesus Thank will punish you, you. <laughs> all kinds of stuff in the Bible I can bring out. I know, <laughs> I know. Me too. Me too. I was a, I was a Bible something of person before, so which is this is fantastic that I'm on Stoner Jesus. <laughs> well, it's great to have you. Uh, said over the last year, you've tried a lot of different strains and stuff like that. Do you have any favorites uh, so far, and if so, why? Um, well, for my medical condition, I have really enjoyed key lime pie. Um, it, it's really good for, I, I suffer from PTSD, so that has been really, really helpful. Um, again, in the state that I'm at, it's, it's 
difficult to kind of know what they're giving you. They tell you colors, like, okay, so I guess I'll have blue um, <laughs> and see if this works. Uh, but you, know, you can kind of find your way around a little bit. Yeah. So uh, before we did this interview, we had kind of a build up on it to it on uh, Twitter and tried to solicit some questions from Twitter, which can be a nifty proposition, especially when it comes to like, you know, publicly asking for sex right. tips and such. But we did get a taker for those of you watching the uh, video version. I'll put that up there now. It's pick pot talk on Twitter it says happily married for 10 years. Sex has never been an issue for us. And I'd like to keep it that way. What tips, tricks, or advice do you have for us to keep things that way? Thank you, Pick Pot Talk, for the question. Yes. What are your thoughts, Sarah? Yes, thank you. Well, first of all, bravo. I, I don't hear that very often, that sex is not an issue. So I would definitely uh, suggest as a tip is to start doubling your frequency. So say they say like the average uh, couple has sex three times a week. So say you're having it three times a week, try for six times a week. So, um, you know, uh, this past month, I have been doing a challenge myself as to have sex every single day, which I'm a really sexual person. So that's, it's been easy, but you know, there's times you just want to sit on the couch and watch like your new Netflix <laughs> show and you're like, I'm in my sweats. So I, I totally recommend if you get the urge to have sex, act on it, do it and just say, we're going to go in the bedroom right now. And even if you're like, Oh, this is not what I want to do right now. You know, the minute you start doing it, you're gonna get into it. So try and set like little goals for yourself. Say, okay, maybe we wanna try and you know, doubling our frequency, let's connect every now and then, now and then to see how we are doing um, with our sex life. I mean, do we need it more? What, what are your fantasies? I mean, this is, this is all uh, nothing new since the dawn of time. People have been, have been having sex, uh, but Hopefully. life just, <laughs> But life gets in the way. Life gets Absolutely. in the way. You have kids, you have jobs, you have this. So you really, and it's it sounds so boring and not sexy at all to schedule it. But you really do. You need to make it a priority. Like we're having a date night. And then no matter what, we're going to have sex. Or when we put little Johnny to bed at 8.30, 8.35, you better be on the bed naked. And I'm coming in and we're going to get it on. Even if it lasts just 15 minutes. It's like, it's great, you know, the endorphins and you feel great and the bonding and the intimacy. So you can't beat it. Absolutely. So there you go. Uh, pick pot talk. I hope that answered your question. Uh, what's the most common thing people ask you? You said that was kind of a good to hear and not you don't hear very often. What's the most common thing you hear when it comes to your interactions oh, on the internet? My gosh, you know, I I say like I feel like Forrest Gump, and whenever I open my Twitter and go to my DMs, it's like a box of, box of chocolates. You don't know what you're going to get. <laughs> Seriously. And, and like sometimes I need to pinch myself saying someone is asking me about this. Um, I am so lucky. I, how, did I, how did I get to do something so awesome? Um, let's see. I, I, just a lot of people asking if it's they feel like they're masturbating a lot. Okay. 
and if that's an issue, um, you know, that they, they still want to be intimate with their partner, but they're just enjoying the, their alone time. Is that wrong? No, it's not wrong. Self-love and learning your body and that release is so normal and you need to do it. Actually, it's going to make you better for sex with your partner. Yeah. I had a guy on here a couple years ago whose name was a Joseph Fan, F-A-N. He wrote a book called Stop Masturbating and Start Living Life. And it was basically a, a short book about him. And he said he was so addicted to masturbating and he was adding up one day all of the hours he spent and realized that his life, you know, was kind of passing him by and it made him suicidal. And it was it was a, a crazy extreme position that he got to. Yes. And it's so funny. It's so true because that's what I say. Are you not able to go to work? Are you not, are you isolating and don't have any friends because you're masturbating so much? Then yes, that is an issue. Yeah. If it's not, if you're doing it once, twice, even three times a day, good for you. You know, if it's not interfering with your life, um, I say, you know, keep going. <laughs> he said it was taking him like hours at a time for sessions. And I, I've never been that involved uh, so I guess, I'm, I guess i'm in a good spot <laughs> well, you know and it's funny because i was just talking to someone um about that about their alone time and i highly recommend taking a longer period for yourself okay spend some time you know just feeling things out and seeing how long you can go because it will help you in the long run with like your stamina and such awesome so uh, as far as the uh, future, hey, everybody can take that advice. Uh, and if they, if you didn't give it, I'm sure they're going to take that advice. <laughs> um, as far as the future goes, uh, what are your plans besides, you know, your, your accreditation or whatever and continuing to build your brand on social media? Do you have any other kind of projects or anything else in the works? Uh, as of right now, it's just getting through my certification. I am going to be putting up uh, a link that people can schedule time with me. I would like to have more one-on-one -on -one calls because this is really what I want to be doing is working with people one-on-one -on, -one on their sex goals. And, you know, I say people have nutritionists, financial planners, uh, 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 fitness people. Why not someone to talk about sex? Because when sex Absolutely. is working great for you, you know, things seem to fall in line. You're like, I'm feeling pretty damn good about myself. I'm getting laid all the time. So I want that for people. Absolutely. I want that for myself. I want that for everyone. <laughs> well, Go forth talk. and get laid. <laughs> <laughs> um, besides Twitter, obviously the, uh, at the mindful minx and Patreon, patreon.com slash the mindful minx minx with an X, of course. Are there any yeah. other places online, social media that people can find you? Uh, I do have an Instagram. I have, I took a little bit of a step back from that, but I'm going to start posting more. Twitter is really the place for you to find me right now. I just love the people that I have met there. It's just such a great community, especially on like our little not safe for work corner. Um, it's a lot of, it's a lot of fun and just great like-minded people. So that's, that's really where I'm going to be. And, and, um, people can find me there. Awesome. Go check her out. Sex Coach Sarah, the Mindful Minx on Twitter. Sarah, thank you for taking the time to be on the show today. Thank you. This 
was awesome. Not Thank a you problem. so much. Anytime you want to come back, you have anything to promote, you just want to talk about something, let me know. We're here. Sounds good. Hopefully next time we'll get more questions. So, Absolutely. you know, I would love to come back. That would be fantastic. Awesome. Thank you, Sarah. Mm, thank you.